Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Boston, my guest is a singer-songwriter who has performed throughout the New England area, including Connecticut, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Maine, in addition to Massachusetts, of course. Perhaps most notably, she had an opportunity to perform with Keith Urban. She has won titles as Female Vocalist New Country, Traditional Country, and Gospel, as well as Female Entertainer of the Year. You've been hearing one of her songs entitled Summer Nights. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Whitney Doucette. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Whitney, I'm so glad we were able to put this together and have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Well, uh, for starters, I don't know if you got the chance to listen to any prior episodes of the show, but I always like to start off by having the guest talk about the song that we let in with. So let's hear all about Summer Nights. Summer Nights um, is one of the first songs that I had recorded. I think it was a couple years ago that I wrote it with my good friend Kyle. He produces and writes music with me, and um, I was feeling... Like it was a cold winter day, just kind of like today up in Boston. Um, But I wanted summer, and so I wrote a song about driving around in the summertime um, and and having fun with your friends. Well, okay, so I I didn't have this written as a question for this particular episode, which is a surprise because I do uh, like to ask this to guests that I have on who are songwriters, but you just mentioned about having co-written that song. So does that mean that uh, you are 100% co-writing your original music. Are there some that you do by yourself? Is it sometimes it's co-writing with him, it's co-writing with someone else? What, what's the case? Typically, I just work with Kyle uh, just because we we work really well together. But I like to co-write because a lot of the times I have a hard time finding certain words that I want to use to get across a certain message. And Kyle usually can just kind of read my mind and say, oh, you have to put it this way and say it like that so they can understand what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But would you say that one of you, or, or in other words, uh, does, does someone have a real penchant for lyrics and, and the other one, uh, the melody, or, or not necessarily? I typically come into a writing session with lyrics that I've written down um, to start, and then I kind of have a little melody plan, and then he comes in with his instruments and helps out a lot. He's really good at um, at both ends of that, where I'm I'm just uh, mostly lyrics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, okay. Well, uh, wow, I, I'm, 
you know, I, I'm sincere when I say that I'm glad that we're able to get you on today because you are you are one busy girl. Very busy girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before we start talking about all that activity, uh, I, I want to commend you on a social media post that you did recently, and, and it might seem like no big deal and, and like what, you know, big deal. So what Bruce, it's common sense. But, uh, I think I even went out of my way to do a Bruce's bonus segment on this, on a past episode. And I'm talking about thanking people. Um, so, so just bear with me here, Whitney, um, listeners, here's what she wrote. Uh, Whitney put, I would like to take a moment to thank everyone who has ever came to a show, took the time to say hi, listened to my music, liked my music page, shared my music, and played music with me. I feel like there are so many people that have taken time out of their lives to support my love for singing and performing. So thank you. I have a great feeling about this year. More great things to come, I hope. And I have all of you to thank for being so great to me. End quote. Whitney, that's that's awesome. Way to go. Thank you. I find it really important to um, thank the people who are supporting you um, because the if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be able to, you know, go out and do some gigs and sing. So I really appreciate all, all the things that they can do for me. Well, and again, as I said, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, why is he making such a big deal out of this? But the sad fact is that nowadays, and I almost don't want to say people are too busy, but I think people just take a lot of these things for granted. And, and for you to make that concerted effort to, to deliberately post in, in a very sincere way, uh, I, I know that, that that goes a long way. I know for, uh, for me, I just want them to know how grateful that I am, you know, for just for just simply sharing my music page on their Facebook page. It means the world to me. And I don't think that a lot of people realize that, but that's how a lot of my music has been spread around. So just the simple act of sharing that i just want to make sure that they are aware how appreciative i am yeah and i don't i don't want to beat the dead horse here i don't have the numbers in front of me but um i do recall that when i saw that as i was doing my my show prep um that 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 post that i'm referring to that i read had had a tremendous amount of engagement on it so obviously uh you know it did not fall on deaf ears the people that you wanted to hear it definitely heard it and, and took it to heart mm-hmm Yes, they do. Okay, so so let's start getting into it. Um, you've been doing lots of shows. You've got more coming up. Uh, in, in some cases, you're even taking bookings where you're opening for someone. Uh, I, I, I guess it's just all about being out there performing, yes? Yes. Um, I once asked Jody Messina if what, uh, what exactly advice would she give to a, perform- a performer in my shoes? And, sh- and the first thing that she said was, sing out as much as you possibly can. So I've been taking that literally and, and seriously when she said it. Uh, so I have to ask then, how, how, when, where, under what circumstances <laughs> did you have the opportunity to ask her that? Right. I, she played at a... Um, I think it was a, a Sam's Club event. And my dad was like, do you want to go see Jody Messina? I was like, heck yes, I do. I love her. <laughs> so uh, we just got our pictures taken with her. And I usually, if I have the opportunity to ask uh, people who have gone far in their music career, I usually just, hey, what kind of advice would you would you give to someone in my shoes where I'm just starting out? And, and a lot 
a lot of the times they're really happy to just answer with the, the best answers that they can come up with. Wow, look at you. That's that's great. And instead of just getting the picture and walking away, that's that's great that you're you know, seizing you're you're creating an opportunity where someone otherwise might not see it as that. So so that that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, you know, people probably laugh and say, you know, it's all about being out there performing. Of course, she's going to agree with that. But I, I think, you know, what I'm getting at is uh, because you're also a songwriter. I think a lot of songwriters um, have a tendency to get, and I'm saying this in a complimentary way. You know, so deep into their songwriting, so focused on it that it's like, uh, are you re- are you forgetting that at some point you need to go out in public and kind of test these songs on an audience instead of playing them for, you know, for the, uh, for the desk in your room to, to see how they're, how they're being responded to. So, uh, I, I, I just kind of take it, this is the first time we've met each other, that, that you just love the stage, though, is, is probably a lot to do with it as well. I do. I do love performing in front of people, and I like engaging with my audience. I like small venues and large venues. Um, a lot of the shows that I've been playing recently have been local. So I, I know a lot of people who come out to the show, I haven't seen them in maybe three or four years since since back in school or whatever. So I, it's exciting to see who comes out to your show and it's exciting to um, hear what feedback they have on, on my original music. I like when people tell me honest honest opinions on my songs because if if they're like, song that people love i want to make sure that i play that song every time i play and if it's a song that no one really says much about kind of like phase it out (laughs) well yeah that's that's obviously important and i know you know one particular client of mine in particular when you know when i'm out at at shows with her um you know on the road or, or what have you you know she's always relying on me you know we we have those discussions afterwards and talk about you know which which new original songs got good feedback seemed to go over well that type of thing but you know i i'm just gaining a, a real quick admiration for for your level of professionalism the the fact that you love the stage so much uh the fact that you're open to that honest feedback you know obviously you want to hear about the songs that people liked but even the ones that you know eh, didn't really move me too much and you know i i mentioned back in the introduction that that you're in Boston, but that you've gone and, and played in Connecticut and New Hampshire and Rhode Island and Maine. And, um, you know, listeners, you don't have to go show by show, but, you know, there is uh, the ability to go uh, online and see all of the past shows that Whitney has performed. And, you know, Whitney, you, you know, you, you, you do them in all shapes and sizes, uh, you know, the traditional music venues where, where people uh, would expect to go and, and see someone like yourself perform. Uh, I saw some fairs and festivals on there. You're, you're just, you know, covering all kinds of ground. Yes. If, if there's an opportunity for me to go and perform, I usually will take it. <laughs> okay. So usually, though, um, you know, is, is there anything that comes up? Uh, you know, where you say, well, on the other side of the coin, Bruce, you know, there are, there are places where I draw the line where, where I'm not going to really be interested. Yes. I mean, I, I won't take my band to, uh, perform at a wedding per se, because, uh, I don't want to be responsible for ruining a bride's day if she hates me. (laughs) (laughs) And if you didn't like the music, my name was Marianne. Right. Fredrickson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, but 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 is that about it? Uh, uh, you know, weddings I, is. I mean, I 
I've been asked to sing at some funerals, and I understand that that's a real emotional um, event for some people, but I'm also an emotional person, so I don't know if I could actually, if I knew the person, I don't know if I'd actually be able to do it, because mm-hmm. I think I'd probably be crying the whole time. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. That, Fair but enough. I, yeah. Uh, so, so weddings is it is it a hundred percent no, or, or have you made some exceptions? Maybe maybe a friend or, or someone that has asked you because I'm sure you you must get asked since you know so many people know that you perform. I will sing uh, like a song at a wedding. Okay. My, my okay. cousin's wedding will be coming up this summer, so I will be singing. Uh. A love song for them. Ah, and that and that was not. Uh, we didn't set this up, listeners. That you're hearing it for the first time, just to, just like I am. Okay. <laughs> well, so okay, so for the listeners, uh, there are obviously legions of Whitney Doucette fans that are listening to this, and and thank you, by the way. Uh, but for those who are listeners, um, because they're they're regulars of of NHTE, as I like to call it. Uh, give them a, a picture of, of and, and mind you, uh, excuse me, listeners, I need to talk to my guest for a minute. Whitney, this is, um, you know, this is for the people who, is, as much as we want people to get out and see you perform live, uh, I am blessed that the show is in over 60 countries, so there are people that just flat out won't be able to because of <laughs> oceans that are in the way. Yes, and, so and many oceans. Yeah, so, so give them a, a picture of what it looks like when Whitney Doucette is out performing live. So I've been told that I'm really bouncy and bubbly, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess I just have a lot of energy when I, when I get up on stage and um, I'm not the best dancer in the world, but that is why I sing country music. <laughs> um, I usually have, if if not just one guitar player, I'll have my whole band, which is two guitar players and a drummer. Um, and we play a variety of, of music, mostly, mostly country, but we like to add in uh, some 90s rock music or uh, some today's pop. Sometimes I'll surprise people with a uh, bang bang my Nicki Minaj and uh, Jesse J and Ariana Grande that one always goes over well because it's one you would not expect me to sing or exactly. rap. <laughs> uh, okay so um, so I, I, I take it that it varies uh, by the venue in terms of whether it's uh, what I guess you'd probably call an acoustic show you, you mentioned just you and a guitar player uh, versus versus the full band setup. Yes, uh, there are some places around here that do acoustic Thursdays, so we take over that. Um, we're just just me and Kyle will go down and jam for the night, but um, other other bigger venues will have us bring my band, and we'll all go out and have a good night. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, uh, you know, uh, in, in all honesty, I, I must admit, I, I don't usually spend too much time. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't just mean on the show. I, I even mean more so in in my day to day activities as president of Now Hear This Incorporated. I don't usually spend too much time talking about people singing the national anthem somewhere, only because so many people have done, are doing it, and, and so on. But but in your case, Whitney, <laughs> wow, <laughs> you you have been big time with with some of the national opportunity national anthem opportunities that you've gotten. The Boston Red Sox. The New England Patriots, the Boston Bruins, NASCAR. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. How, how are you getting all these? And, and, and well, how, for openers, how are you getting all these? <laughs> well, I, al- I already have a follow-up. <laughs> I saw all of these big sporting events as an opportunity to possibly have 
me sing in front of the amount of people that are at the venue. And I thought, well, I think I should sing the national anthem for, um, it started off the Red Sox, I believe. And so I sent in a video um, of me singing the national anthem or an MP3, just to write to the, the website. And um, they one time they called me and said, do you want to sing here? And I took that thing at Red Sox and I went over to the Bruins and said, I sang for the Red Sox. Can I sing for you guys? And nice. it kind of just kind of roller coastered into uh, the only place I haven't sang or the only team I haven't sang for in New England is the uh, Celtics. So I'm hoping to be able to get that one soon. Uh, yeah, I was going to say yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I stress the yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the, the follow-up question that I was going to ask, and I still will. Uh, so so what benefits have you found from, from that type of exposure? It gives you a good opportunity to be able to take in the amount of people that are all staring at you at once. <laughs> uh, singing the national anthem has, has its benefits because you get free tickets to awesome sporting events, but also it can be nerve wracking if you don't know how to handle your nerves because during the national anthem versus singing any other song, people have to be quiet and they have to listen and they have to stare at you. Uh, so it gives me the opportunity to kind of get over nerves and I have, I've done it so many times that now I'm just excited about, oh, I get to sing the national anthem today or mm-hmm. uh, versus, uh-oh, these people are going to be looking at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I guess specifically, um, you know, because I am I, always talking to my clients, to, you know, on this podcast, I'm always talking about you never know who might be in the audience. So I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and, and ask a question that I hope you'll have a, an answer to. Um, but, but can you, and I realize I'm putting you on the spot, but can you pinpoint uh, any one thing in particular where you can say, well, yeah, as a result of having sung the national anthem at such and such a uh, sporting event, um, the following took place. You know, I'm thinking of uh, somebody stopped me as I was coming off the field and asked me to sing at a black tie event uh, two months later or somebody, you know, wh- whatever. A- anything like that spring to mind? Yes. Um, oh, good. S- <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> when I sang for the NASCAR race in Loudoun, um, they actually aired that on ABC on a Saturday afternoon. So I was lucky wow. enough to get a copy of that with wow. um, of the of the TV showing. So I used that as an op- uh, opportunity to send to gigs and stuff to prove to them that I have the ability to sing in front of people and not freak out or something. So it's it's definitely gotten me more gigs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's you know that that's a, a tremendous upside because. Uh, unfortunately, it, it seems as though more and more and more sports teams, and, and I guess, you know, in, in their defense, I should say, uh, most broadcasts have gone to where they don't show the national anthem anymore. So I guess out of those four, Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, NASCAR, that would be the one that you would want to be shown on because it's nationwide, as, as opposed right. to the other three are, are all regional broadcasts. So. Wow, that's 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 tremendous exposure, and and you know I'm always a big advocate for uh, quality and quantity, meaning the 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 video and the audio and the or I'm sorry, not the video and the audio, the the video and the photos uh, that that my clients have. So I mean, as as you mentioned, you know what better than to have video of you on ABC singing in front of how many people were were at that NASCAR race? 
There were close to 100,000 people that oh, day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Right. It's wow. crazy. Well, I'll tell you, one day when, when Whitney Doucette is a, is a household name and, and you're <laughs> touring regularly, uh, I, I, I venture to guess it would still be difficult to do a show in front of 100,000 people. So, so what, a, what a great opportunity that was. Right. I think that the New Hampshire Motor Speedway is the largest like capacity event venue around. So I don't know that there would actually be another opportunity to sing in front of a hundred thousand people all at once. So yeah, that's yeah. still it's still the tops of my list of the amount of people that I've sang for. <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go off on a, on a little bit of a tangent here, but only because uh, I am a well, I'm a huge huge sports fan for sure. Um, but but it's no secret that hockey has always been uh, my big favorite to the point where I actually know that for years and years, <laughs> the legendary, yes, the legendary anthem singer in Boston uh, was always Rennie Rencor. So what has happened, Whitney Doucette, to Rennie Rencor that you got the opportunity to sing the anthem <laughs> at a Bruins game? Well, he sings for um, most all oh. Bruins games. Oh wow! But uh, if he if he's sick or or has a something else to do, he calls. Well, he has them call up one of the backup people, and I've been lucky enough to be one of those backup oh. people a couple times. <laughs> so even somebody somebody of Rennie Rencor's stature has incidents of bigger name on the other line, and he uh, and he bails <laughs> on the Bruins. How about that? It's so funny. I've had people be like. Uh, you took the place of him today. And I was like, isn't that cool? <laughs> You're like, for openers, I didn't displace him. It was by his right. choice. Just right, be- he couldn't be there. Yeah, before you start, you know, hurling uh, expletives at me. Um, and, and by the way, how cool is it that, that the Boston Bruins, a, an original six team, a very American team, has a national anthem singer named Rennie Rancor, who was replaced by Whitney Doucette. So I, I, I have to imagine that there's some, some very uh, French ties in your family. There are, yes. I, my grandparents are LeBlancs and Doucettes, and then I have a little bit of Armenian maybe in me. So I'm just French and Armenian, really. Uh, Trebian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Boston is singer-songwriter Whitney Doucette. And she is all over social media. So find her on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Reverb Nation. You will want to follow Whitney online also so you can keep up with where she'll be playing and when so you can go and see her perform. Uh, Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's H-E-A-R. And sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week. It will just download automatically when a new episode comes out so you don't have to go looking for it. If you're a new listener to the show, please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And please, I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast or even maybe some questions you would like asked on future episodes. Post all that on the Facebook page that I just mentioned or send an email. The email address is on the contact page of nowhearthis.biz. Uh, Whitney, um, talking about social media, 
and, and I mentioned before about um, all the great international listeners that, that my show has been blessed to get. I wonder, have you ever considered uh, for those people, or, or even for the people here in the United States that are not near the Northeast, have you ever considered, and, and, and this I, I should mention, this question is, is prompted by, uh, you know, there's been, there's been a few people uh, along the way through, uh, through the first 58 episodes um, that we've talked about this with, and, and most recently was last week, uh, singer-songwriter Auburn uh, out of Nashville, uh, and, and actually on that one, we even referred all the way back to episode 14 with Liz Longley, uh, who is becoming better and, and better known um, as she continues to do great things. Uh, Liz Longley on episode 14 and last week, Auburn, uh, what I'm talking about is uh, these these concerts that um, performers do online from the comfort of your own bedroom, uh, living room, whatever. Have you ever considered any of that with, with the likes of, and, and this is not an endorsement, uh, let the record show, stageit.com or, or concertwindow.com, anything like that? Um, I've I've heard of them. I I would have to see if my band would do that. I think it would be really good to, to do one of those and, and really get you know, my music out there and my voice and stuff that would definitely help broaden the, um, the fan base, but I've never actually, I hadn't done it. Okay. All right. Well, haven't done it yet. Just like, yeah. uh, just like you haven't sung the anthem before a Celtics game yet. Right. <laughs> yet there. Well, and, uh, and you see what I did there? I, I segued so that we can go back to, uh, <laughs> to the, the, the huge national anthem opportunities that we were talking about that you've gotten. Um, be, because I, the, another question I want to ask in that category is, what is your secret as far as dealing with nerves? What, what kind of advice do you have in this regard? Because I actually know people who have stopped doing national anthem gigs because there's too much pressure. Um, well, I usually... I usually don't get too nervous in front of an audience, especially if I'm singing the national anthem, just because I've sang it so many times that it's kind of drilled into my head. But when I when I stand in front of a large audience, such as the one at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, where there was 100,000 people there, I'm just basically in my head looking around thinking, oh my gosh, well, I kind of deserve to be here anyway. Because I've worked really, really hard, and I've auditioned for this, and they they yeah. invited me to sing, so I shouldn't be nervous because they know that yeah. I can do it. So, um, if I had to say that I was nervous, it would just be the national anthem is so known by so many people that if I screwed the words up, that would be the only thing that would make me nervous. <laughs> Well, I like that. I've I've not heard that that take on this before, and 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 that's you know good for you for for having that kind of confidence and saying I I belong here, um, because you know as as you, you just hit the nail on the head. That's that's what people have told me is I don't want to sing the national anthem anymore because everybody in the place knows the words. It's the national anthem, so if I screw up, they're going to know that I made a mistake. And and then of course you know the whole. In this day and age of social media, it's going to end up, you know, later that night on on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. So so good for you for saying, you know, eh, could it happen? Sure, but guess what? I've done it enough times, and I'm confident enough that that I deserve to be there. That it's not going to happen with me. Right. And it would be funny if I mean, it wouldn't be funny if I screwed up the words, but I bet the video of me screwing up would get more views than the normal one. So yeah, either way, yeah. it can't be that bad. right? Yeah. There's, yeah. That old that what's that old saying about, uh, you know, that 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 any publicity is, is good publicity, you know, as right. long as they're talking about you kind of thing. 
Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is a logistics bonus. Be sure that when you have links on your website to your various social media sites, that the user actually ends up on your actual destination page, not the login page for that particular social media site. Such a snafu can only discourage people who have short attention spans or a lot on their plate to where, yes, they might actually not want to be bothered with something as simple as logging into their account. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Well, we're we're of course going to talk about your having performed with Keith Urban, um, but but first, just take the listeners through the whole process of how that came to be. Go go through the steps that you had to complete in order for that to become a reality. Okay. Um, well, I had my friend Ross Montolio to thank for that. He was playing guitar with me for a little while, and uh, one day he just t- sent me over a text message saying, "Go go on WKLB's website." Um, that's the country station in Boston, and they they were putting on a contest for um, who who can sing with with Keith Urban at his upcoming concert. So I looked up the con the contest. It said send in a video by. Um, it said the day I was reading it, it said by tomorrow. Oh so gosh! Like, oh, so I have to learn this song that I barely oh, know because it was brand new. Um, but I was like, you know, I'm going to do it. I just had this, you know this you know urge to send in a video and maybe try a contest i don't usually do too many of them but um mm. this one i this one i was really interested in because i i'm a huge keith urban fan so okay i sent in a video of me singing uh we were us by keith urban and miranda lambert and they said they would be getting back within the next day or two on who won so um I had my phone on me at work. Let me let me, let me interrupt you for a minute because uh, I'm I'm really taken by this by this whole thing that by the time you were looking at it, it it needed to be in the next day. So for yeah. openers, I, I assume uh, that that you were just uploading it through through the internet. Obviously, they're not asking for DVD submissions, correct? Right. Yes, they just wanted you to send it through YouTube and kind of tag them in it so that they could see it. Okay, and 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 acapella. Uh, they said no acapella, so you had to find the karaoke track. <laughs> okay, okay. So in other words, you didn't have to rustle up a guitar player or a band or whatever. This was just, you know, okay, I'm going to sit here in my room and, and film myself, you know, as many times as I have to until I get one that I'm happy with. Yes, and the video of that is still up on YouTube. Oh, so if cool. anyone wants to look at it, um, it's funny. I, I was in my sunroom, and there's a bear in the background because my dad hunts, and I. It's funny because I don't eat anything, so it's, <laughs> I'm like, oh god, here we go. I've got a dead animal behind me, but whatever. <laughs> I sent, yeah. So I sent that video in, and I wasn't really expecting to get a uh, to get a phone call. I had my phone on me all day though when I was at work, just in case, because I kind of had this little hope that I just, what if they called me? That would just be so cool. <laughs> um, and all day at work. I didn't get a phone call and I was kind of disappointed. And mm. I even said to my boss, I was like, they didn't call me. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, life goes on. So I went home. I took a short nap and I woke up and I had a missed call on my cell phone. <gasps> uh, I was like, ooh, who's this? <laughs> it, it was a number that I didn't recognize. So I, I like when I get those phone calls. You never know who it would be. <laughs> so I got a voicemail saying that it was someone at KLB and they wanted me to call them back. So I called them back right away and I 
almost couldn't really breathe. And they were like, Whitney, is this Whitney? And I was like, yes, it is. And they were like, you are selected to sing with Keith Urban this Saturday. Wow. Wait, whoa. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This Saturday. Right. They, they were so so how many days out was this? Was this like Monday morning? First thing Monday so they, morning? They called me on a Thursday. So it was oh. two days away. Wow. So now now did you say did you say that you weren't really that familiar with the song? Not at all. I spent the next day at work with it on repeat and I told everyone, get over it because I have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> and they understood, but they were they all knew the words before I did for some reason. I was a little nervous. Wow. Forty so 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 probably yeah so probably forty eight hours notice to to learn this song, yeah, and and half the time I I had to sleep because I didn't want to get sick so I had to make sure I got my rest wow. so I was really listening to it for that amount of time. Wow, and and are you somebody that uh, that that when you know you're going to be performing, um, goes on vocal rest or no? Ah uh, no, I'm usually singing constantly until and i've never not until this winter have i ever lost my voice before and Mm. i lost it twice this year so Mm. i was like really but luckily for that um event i had perfect my vocal cords were in tip-top shape (laughs) and 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 obviously you were uh you know i I don't know if you're somebody who uh who rehearses that's that's a whole separate conversation um but obviously you know you said you had it on on repeat and we're listening to it at work but uh, I imagine spending a lot of time in the car, at home, in the shower, <laughs> anytime right. you can, you could sing out loud, uh, rehearsing the song. Yes. And it's funny. I've been singing for so long and I even, even just l- when I'm learning a song, I don't like singing it in front of people until I have it down. Mm-hmm. So it was hard because even though the girls at my work don't care, I was like, I don't want to sing it out loud because you're listening and I don't know it very well. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit of a struggle to learn it that quickly. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, don't, don't worry, listeners. We're we're going to stay on this whole Keith Urban thing. But I guess since I put it out there, um, I don't I don't want to put you on the spot. But are, are you somebody that you know? You talked before about some of your shows are acoustic and some are, are with a full band. Are you someone that that rehearses? Absolutely. I rehearse with my band all the time, and I'm so lucky because uh, they like to rehearse well wow. maybe they don't like to but they are so willing to wow. <laughs> because um i'm always the one who gets text messages from them saying when are we rehearsing this wow. week so i know and i feel i feel really thankful that i don't have to be the one with the whip being like come on guys let's go they they're into it so it makes my my job easier yeah it's not it's not unlike uh, earlier when you were talking about weddings that you don't want to be uh, have that target on your back for Bridezilla. You don't, in this case, you don't want to be Cruella DeVille. That's, you know, oh boy, <laughs> she's texting us and saying, we got to rehearse this week with Whitney and her darn rehearsals all the time. What's next? What's next? Right. She's going to want to rehearse at 6 a.m. So that's, well, what a <laughs> blessing. I mean, you know, and, and, and mind, mind you, you know, hats out. Well, I have headphones on, but, <laughs> but head, <laughs> hats off to you because, uh, sadly, it, it is a rare thing. These days, with with uh, performers that that do rehearsals, you know, everybody just feels they're too busy, or oh, I know the material, I do the same songs, you know, just about show in and show out. So I, you know, okay. I got this. I, I don't need to. So uh, yeah, I, I really admire you for for doing that. That's that's uh, you know that that's obviously going to go a long way towards towards what is already a successful career for you. But but that's really great to hear. 
Thank you. And we have a lot of fun when we're rehearsing too. I, I hate, I hate thinking about rehearsing and having people get, you know, Oh, I have to go rehearse because, well, we have a lot of fun when we do it. So if it's not fun, then what's the good in that? We have a lot of good laughs during our rehearsal time. So as long as everyone's having a good time, they can't, they can't complain. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, again, I'm, I'm I'm keeping my my finger on the pulse of the Keith, Keith Urban thing, but you mentioned in there uh, something about um, I think you said that that you're not real big on, on entering contests, uh, and and you said you know that you're a big Keith Urban fan, which is what made you decide to to enter that one despite the short notice. But but I have to wonder then, um, and and mind you, there there is no right or wrong answer, um, you know, to to whether someone. Uh, likes entering contests or not, or whether it's a good thing or a bad thing for an artist to do. I mean, I I, I know specifically that back on episode 26, uh, Rachel Pearl, who is a singer-songwriter in Nashville, she talked about that she enters a lot of contests and, and has success to the, to the point where, uh, and gosh, episode 26, I mean, this is episode 59, so that was 33 episodes ago, 33 weeks ago, um, so what is that about uh, eight months ago? You know, back then she was uh, going out to Los Angeles to record uh, her single, and it was part of having won a contest. Um, but but I wonder in your case. So so you know I know it's not. I, I, they probably wouldn't appreciate it if I if I put it in the category of contest. But, you know, with all the success that you're having and the tremendous talent that you have, I, I have to imagine people are asking you all the time, you know, when are you going to audition for American Idol? Or, you know, <laughs> you should you should be on The Voice. You should be on uh, America's Got Talent. So so what's so what's your take on those if 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 I'm if I'm allowed to put those in the con- in the category of contests? Yes, uh, I've auditioned for all of those TV oh. shows. Every last one of them. <laughs> okay. Even the, uh, the the newest one that I don't know if they actually are coming out with a season two of it was Rising Star. I went to every audition possible, and I and I will go to more auditions. Um, but it's kind of a kind of a the biggest gamble ever because they a lot of the times it's just by chance that they'll just say. You go on that line, and you go on that line, and that line means yes, and that one means no. Wow. So, well, yeah, um, I'd, I'd do it. I'd do it again, though. Yeah, that's 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 interesting because, you know, um, let me think. Well, all the way back on episode one, our first show ever, we had Shauna P, who was on The Voice in uh, in two thousand thirteen, um, and she finished in the top thirty two. And I'm pretty sure that she was the one that said that there were fifty five zero. There were fifty thousand people that auditioned for that show. Um, we also had uh, Shannon McGrain on the show, who was a top twelve finisher on American Idol in 2012. And then uh, on our on our landmark episode, in episode fifty, we had Lindsay Bruce, who was on The Voice last year in 2014. Um, so you know, we we do hear some of these stories and. You know, you do have to kind of sit back and ask yourself, is it worth it putting myself in a pool of 50,000? But I, I imagine, Whitney, that, that you know, you, you probably learned from those experiences, too. I do learn a lot from each time I audition. The only thing that I have to really think about is if I have an opportunity to have a gig on the same day as an audition, mm-hmm. do I take the gig or do I take the audition? That's a lot of the times I'm like, well, I should probably do the gig because it's an automatic like 
I'm I'm going to be singing that day yeah, versus yeah. standing in line for 12 hours. Yeah. But um, but I've noticed that every time I audition, I get one step further every well, single <laughs> time. So um, that's why I continue to audition because I've. I learned how to get past the first few rounds. <laughs> now I just have to get past the uh, producers and I'll be all set. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I, and I think it's just a matter of time. I mean, um, you know, if any of them are listening, uh, producers of, of any of these shows that Whitney's auditioning for, wake up. I mean, this girl's got some tremendous talent. And, uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully it's just a matter of time before we're all sitting back and, and watching you perform on one of these. So I, I want to get back to the Keith Urban thing. And it makes me wonder, um, you know, is, is there any opportunity to leverage that and say, well, I sang with him on stage, you know, I'm, I'm good enough to be on the show? Or, or, or is that, you know, a pipe dream? Well, uh, he actually had the American Idol producers invite me on to oh. audition for American Idol. Wow, nice. Uh, and I was really, really excited about it. We all went down to New York City. With, they told me to bring my family and uh, my friends and you know hold signs and do all the fun stuff that you see on the American Idol auditions yeah, on TV. Yeah. And uh, when we got there, I, I watched on the news a sad story about how Nicole Kidman's father passed away so he had to fly out to australia where obviously he absolutely should have been sure Um, sure but it just was a really awful timing and (laughs) who who knows what could have happened if it didn't happen but you know you can't stop that stuff so yeah yeah it wasn't meant to be that day apparently but um yeah well, okay, so so now let's hear about it. <laughs> Singing on stage in concert with Keith Urban. Um, it's stupid question time. The absolute <laughs> absolute highlight of your career? Yes, and absolute highlight of my life. <laughs> I can't find, think of anything that is more amazing than that moment. And it's kind of sad because I wake up every day and I'm like, well, what can be as exciting as that today? Yeah, yeah, wow, anticlimactic, yeah. Right. Well, Well, how nervous were you for that? I was nervous all day. Um, I drove down there and then met him for a sound check. And then I wasn't nervous at all mm. after I met him, nice. which was unreal. I was really nervous to meet him just because I'm a huge fan of his. And I don't think I've ever met a celebrity that like that big before. So I was nervous to meet him, first of all. But then to actually sing in front of him, I was really nervous. But during our sound check, he came over to me, gave me a hug and shook my hand and welcomed me really warmly and said, you know, when you're singing on stage tonight, this is your stage for this song. Wow. Feel free to act like a rock star. We're real relaxed, so don't be nervous. You know, wow. if anything happens, we'll just, you know, we'll cover you. And it was really, <laughs> it eased all of my nerves just hearing him say all those really nice things. And when you when you walked on stage, did did you keep that in your head? Like, okay, here I go. He said that I should just have fun, and, and the stage is mine. It was I, I yes. When I was standing out there, they put the you know the ear monitors in me, and sure, they were sure. down. And he was doing the introduction, and I think the only thing that was going on in my mind, honestly, was this isn't real. This isn't real. This isn't real. <laughs> Well, um, we don't need to get into specifics or, or violate any confidentialities or anything like that. But I am curious. Uh, certainly, there had to be, I don't know, agreements, disclosures, waivers, legal documents that you had to sign for performing with Keith Urban? I actually don't think I did. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, okay. I, I don't think there was any. Uh, 
I, yeah, I don't remember signing anything. Wow, very cool, very cool. That yeah, that, that he was that really awesome. yeah that he was that nice and and that they didn't you know make you sign your life away. That's that's great. Yeah, no, and, and they gave me a video after and they wow. sent me pictures. So they were really they were really nice. His crew was awesome. Cool. I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Boston is singer songwriter Whitney Doucette. She is all over social media. Find her on Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Reverb Nation. You'll also want to follow Whitney online so you can keep up with where she'll be playing and when so you can go see her perform. And who knows, maybe she may do a a concert, uh, even if it's just acoustic, you and a guitar player uh, online someday. So so be sure to to keep up with Whitney on social media. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's H-E-A-R. And sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week. It'll just download automatically when a new episode comes out so you don't even have to go looking for it. Sometimes even when you're sleeping, it's happening. If you're a new listener to the show, please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And please, I would love to hear your feedback about the podcast or maybe even some questions that you would like asked on future episodes. Post all of that on the Facebook page that I just mentioned or send an email. The email address is on the contact page of nowhearthis.biz. Uh, Whitney, just one more question about the night that you performed with with Keith Urban. And again, uh, this isn't stargazing. I I just want listeners to continually be educated by my show as as well as entertained, of course. So tell us about backstage the night of. Um, Was there such a thing or was it, no, I just had tickets and sat in the crowd until a certain time when I had to go back there? Or or were you backstage the whole time after all and got a little bit of quote-unquote star treatment? Just describe all that, what what did or, or didn't happen. I got to bring one guest with me, and we had the, the sticker pass, so we were allowed to go basically anywhere we wanted. Um, and I took my dad with me because he's such a huge supporter of me, and, and I know he would have an awesome time, and he did. Uh, but backstage was really cool. There's tons of crew with walkie-talkies. They have a room full of social media stuff that's going on. Um, they've wow. got their, their buffets going. and <laughs> um, But... Yeah, no, it was really cool. Uh, there was a, a guard guarding the door backstage, but if I wanted to walk back there, I just had to flash my badge, and I was able to walk back, no questions asked, which was really cool. But they also gave me front row tickets, so wow. I was also enjoying the concert and now, seeing what was going on backstage. And was there someone assigned to you in the sense of, of kind of like a stage manager that, that was helping you with, you know, when it was time to, to access the stage and, and you know, your, your holding area and that type of thing? Yes and no. There was one guy who kind of uh, showed me around, but they were kind of like, listen for this song. And I think it was, um, I don't remember what song it was because it was just such a crazy day. But they said, when you hear this specific song, come back and just stand right here. So they kind of gave me a lot of freedom mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. for um, where I was able to go and, and they didn't have to keep tabs on me. Well, and of course, as as she mentioned, there is video of this all over the internet that I want you, the listeners, to go check out. Uh, particularly, support Whitney and watch it on her YouTube channel so you can help her increase the number of views and likes on it. And then, while you're there, <laughs> Whitney, you did a great video for 
uh, actually the song we're going to end today's show with. Uh, tell the listeners about the making of that video, which, by the way, looks really great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, last, I think it was last July or last August, I was lucky enough to have my friends do a amazing music video for me. Um, we spent two separate days, uh, two 12-hour days shooting the video. Uh, I, I used my best friend's bedroom because mine's a mess and hers <laughs> is clean. So um, the, the beginning scene is me waking up and um, and then... What else happens? Well, you know, <laughs> while, while, while you're while you're thinking about it, it's funny that you say that because I, I started to to write a question in when I was doing my show prep, and I thought, eh, you know, and 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 we don't need to to drill down that far. But I started to get curious about because I'm I'm somebody who when I watch a movie on DVD, I love watching the extras, uh, mm-hmm. the the features on the DVD, and so I started to wonder. I should ask her if there's any trivia about and and what's making me ask it now. After all, is the fact that you just said that actually wasn't my bedroom and i was waiting for you to say uh something like you know um oh well watching the scene where such and such it turns out that the guy who insert action here is actually my so-and-so or uh that wasn't really me painting my toenails or the truck i was standing in you know so i so it's it's kind of cool that right off the bat you talked about um that wasn't really my bedroom Ah yes, yeah, so you'll like this. I I I, uh, I mentioned earlier that my cousin will be getting married, and her fiance is my music video boyfriend. <laughs> ah, there you go. So there you go. He will be marrying my cousin, not me. Summertime, <laughs> and um, I actually had a lot of lot of local support for this music video. We really didn't have to go out of our way to rent anything. Um, the car that was used, the old green car that was used in the field scene mm-hmm. was uh, lent to me by um, an old family friend and um, I was really excited that they let me use their backyard as well it was the truck belonged to um, the Chapdelaines who are car salesmen around our area and then their grandmother has this beautiful backyard so we used her backyard and a, a local bar said you guys can use our stage you know, our, our wow. bar for the video. And I was, I was really, um, I think at the end of the night when we were finished, I just sat there for a minute and just realized how awesome my, um, my town is for really being that supportive of, of my music and letting me do all of this stuff for, you know, without, without charging me for it. So yeah. It yeah. And it, and it really is. I mean, it's not only a good video in terms of uh, you know the actual content, the storyline, the storyboard, that type of thing. But it's it's shot really well. It it looks you know like a like a a professional video that you'd see you know right alongside what what you know what the major headliners are putting out. Um, and and it's funny that you mentioned about you know the 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 bar scene if if I should call it that you know where you were performing with the band because as I was running some of those trivia type questions in my head, you know maybe she'll say that. Uh, so-and-so character was actually played by so-and-so, or I said before, that wasn't really me painting my toenails. The the one thing that I thought of was, I wonder if that's really her band or if it's, yeah, see, see, so that's, you know, those are the things that people wouldn't know uh, without listening to this podcast if they just watched the video and, and that was, that was all. So, so very cool. Well, the funny thing is that band that is in the music video 
wasn't even created until the day before when I said, "Uh oh, I need a band." Wow! Wow! (laughs) Happened to all really be able to actually play those instruments, and then stuck with me, and they're still my band. Ah, So yeah, and and they and they don't mind rehearsing as as we now know. So (laughs) I know they don't mind rehearsing and they don't mind shooting music videos. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, speaking of your town, you were the first guest on my show from Boston, and I mentioned in the intro that you have performed all throughout the New England area. Are there any plans to start doing shows outside the Northeast? Uh, and, and if so, when and where might that happen? Um, well, I want to take a trip down to Nashville. Uh, just, you know, I've, I've, I've been down a few times, but just to, you know, keep keep meeting people and um, and putting my name out while I'm down there and stuff. But as of right now, uh, we have just been booking a lot of gigs locally. Mm-hmm. And what about, uh, are there any plans to, to release any music soon that, that people should be on the lookout for? Yes, we'll be uh, we're going down to New York, uh, to Long Island soon. I'm hoping by like June to record my first EP that we're going to put on iTunes. So awesome. that will be something to look for. Awesome. Well, uh, we're going to close the show today with your song Gone By Tonight, which is the one that you were just talking about the video for. But uh, first, uh, just tell the listeners, please, about the song itself. Okay. Um, the song Gone By Tonight was, I, I wrote most of the lyrics in that one, and Kyle definitely did a really good job helping with the lyrics and, and producing all the music for it. But I wrote the lyrics because I had just met this boy and I remember saying before I met you, I was like in bed by nine o'clock and now I'm staying out all like all night. Mm. And so I thought that would make a good song. So the first (laughs) line of the song is I woke up with the best idea. We should get out of here. So I wanted to um, write a song about, you know, meeting him and, and being gone by tonight and, all that fun stuff. So he gets a song written for him. Lucky him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and, and now, uh, gives the listeners a reason to go and to go and look for the video. So, uh, so very nicely done. Uh, Whitney, I've really enjoyed this so, so much. And, and thank you for, for making the time to do this today. I really appreciate it. And, and just wish you nothing but the best. Thanks so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pleasure is all mine. Uh, I will close, as always, by formally thanking my guest. Today we heard from singer-songwriter Whitney Doucette. Be sure to engage with her on social media. Like her Facebook page. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. Uh, Plus, she is also on Reverb Nation, too. Uh, For that matter, tell her you heard her interview and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And, of course, keep up with her online to see where and when you could go see her perform live. And as she just mentioned, uh, for the developments with her music uh, once it comes out on iTunes. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And, of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, too. Uh, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. I say that every week, but it really does. There's an algorithm that they use that helps raise the profile of the show based on uh, reviews and ratings. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud, which is just like subscribing. As I have invited listeners before, let's get your feedback on the show too. 
Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nowhearthis.biz. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nowhearthis.biz, uh, which is appreciated by Canadians like Whitney Doucette and <laughs> Running Rencore. We have been recording the show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song by Whitney Doucette. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Gone By Tonight.